Praise the Lord. Today, I just came to answer one question. Pastor, I have prayed for long. I have confessed the word. I have said a lot of things, but my life has not seen the fruit or the answers that I have desired. And I feel I have prayed. I feel I've broken demons. I've broken things. I have dealt with things. I've fought with things. I've even, I get dreams when I'm conquering, but then pastor, it has not translated into my personal physical life. You're getting me? Today I came to answer you. Say amen. Say amen. Because you know, it is very important for us to understand that the acuity of understanding in the word of God is very important if we are to have the fruit or the results we require. It's not enough for you to just, you know, come to church. No, 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 no. It's very important for you to accurately understand the word of God and how it should be applied in your circumstances for you to see the results that you must see. But a disclaimer is that our God hears when we pray. When we speak to him, he hears us. Hallelujah. And he is able to do whatever he said he can do. Hallelujah. So if your life has not yet shown that testimony, maybe there are a few things that are missing. And today I didn't come to encourage you that no matter how long it's taking, keep, keep calm, keep calm. It will come to pass. Yes, that someone also exists. Certain times we need to preach the God of hope. You're getting me? How you shouldn't lose hope when things have not yet changed, when there is no change yet. Hallelujah. But today, I also, much as that someone is true, and it's truly the word of God, it's truly a message from God. Today, I came to tell you how you can translate that today to see results immediately. Let's say, Amen. So let's go to the book of Psalms, 107, verse 17. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, 107, verse 17, he says, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquity, they are afflicted. Now the word fools here means people whose hearts are lazy to take God at his word. People whose hearts are lazy to speak to what God said. Uh, Luke 24, 25 says, and then he said unto them, oh fools, uh -huh, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. You're getting me. It's the laxity men have in their hearts to take God at his word. That's the meaning of the word fool there. Now, the Bible says that fools, because of their transgression and iniquity, they are afflicted. Now, transgression means buying off the way. The Bible says in Galatians that if I build the things that I destroy, I make myself a transgressor. In other words, if God has determined the course for you to walk, this is how you're supposed to talk. You talking otherwise is transgressing. Did you get that? That's buying off the way. That's transgression. Iniquity is you continuing in the transgression. There are people who transgress and then they wake up and remember, oh, I've spoken like this, but this is not how I'm supposed to speak. Let me go back to the way I'm supposed to speak. You've only transgressed. But if you continue in the negativity that you have built that you're not supposed to continue in, that's called iniquity. Anybody get that? Now, he says... Because they transgress, they via off the way, and some continue in the vying of the way, they are afflicted. And the Bible says, and their soul abhorred for all manner of meat, and they draw nigh unto the gates of death. This is the worst it can get. He says their affliction reaches to a point where they are nigh to the gates of death. In other words, they are one step away from death. That's how advanced the circumstances can be here. That's what the Bible says. Now, verse 19 is a very encouraging scripture. 
that no matter how advanced your situation is, no matter how advanced your circumstance is, he says, then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble and he saves them out of their distresses. You see that? No matter how advanced they were, when they cried out, he saved them. When they cried out, he had them. Somebody say, Amen. Did you hear that? Do you know what that says? No matter how advanced your issue is, don't be hesitant to talk to God. Oh, pastor, you know I should have prayed, but I'm late. The doctor said it's late. Oh, the, the accountant said it's late. Whoever said it's late. My husband said there is nothing he can do now. Everything is already decided. They are jokers. Are you getting me? They are jokers. Praise the Lord. Asimani, yeah, you know, other job. Even the person that took my place has already started working. Maybe you don't want it, but if you do, they are joking. You, you know what I'm talking about? Praise the Lord. The Bible says they drew nigh to the gates of death. That's how diversity it can get. But when they called out, he had them and saved them. Say amen. So how did he save them? The Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their distractions. Somebody say, oh. The Bible says he delivered them by sending his word. By sending his word. But I'm more interested in the word he sent here. Because many of us, this is the reason you confess the word and it never works for you. Oh Father, you say it in your word, but the word never seems to work for you. The Bible says in their, whatever, in their afflictions, he sent his word. I think the Hebrew word here is Dabal. He sent his Dabal. But you see, Dabal is not the word you read in the Bible. No, Dabal is the word spoken of God. In other words, this introduces us to the real reason as to why we have a responsibility to pray about situation. We have a responsibility to pray about circumstances. We have a responsibility to pray about things. Many people, many Christians, this is the picture they have of prayer. They think when you pray to God, God comes down and does something for you. No. When you pray to God, God speaks to you. And then you get what he has spoken to you and perform your miracle. Anybody get that? In other words, you have a responsibility that when God speaks to me, when, when I speak to God, when I pray to God, when I pray about a situation, I must pay careful attention to hear what he has to say. Ah, you have to hear what he has to say. Because the Bible says he sent his word. This is not a word in the Bible. This is not a word in the mouth of a pastor. This is not a word in the mouth of a prophet. This is a word spoken to you by God himself. Somebody say hallelujah. In other words, in everything you're going through, in no matter what you're dealing with, as you are praying, you are not praying for God to do for you what you want him to do for you. You are not fasting for God to do for you what you want him to do for you. Listen. When you're raising children, mothers, you don't do for them what they can do for themselves. Mommy, you train them, you give them an understanding on how to execute what they want to do for themselves. I can give you an example. I have a two-year-old son, maybe two and a half. And then he can say, Daddy, I want to switch on the light. When he says, I want to switch on the light, you don't switch on the light for him. You're getting me? 
Show him how he can get to the light to switch it on. Anybody get that? Praise the Lord. So many people think that when you say, Father God, help me, he comes and helps you. No, he doesn't come and help you. He speaks to you. And then you do whatever you have to do. Meaning, when you are praying, the answer is not the performing of what you want him to do. The answer is the word he gives you. Remember Moses before the Red Sea. He's disturbed. He's stuck with the people. The Egyptians are coming. The Red Sea is before them. God spoke to him. The scripture is very clear. Don't have it mixed up. Moses divided the Red Sea. God did not divide the Red Sea. God spoke to Moses. And the word God spoke to Moses produced in him an ability to divide the Red Sea. When he cried to the Lord, the Lord spoke to him. And he used what God said to get the answer he needed. Somebody say amen. So when God is listening to you, he's answering you. And after he answers you, he's done. He has given you the answer. That's it. Somebody say amen. So many people pray and they hope God will do it. God have done my part. Now the rest is yours. You told us to always pray. You will answer us. Now the rest is yours. Listen. When you pray, take off time to hear. Have you heard? Take off time to hear. Don't just walk away because you prayed. Don't just become busy because you prayed. Don't just... It's done. The Bible said when we pray, we should believe that it's done. Didn't I pray? I prayed. God said we should pray. I have prayed. And so God, the rest is yours. Me, I'm done. I'm waiting for you to work. And then they come, Pastor, I prayed. But God ashamed me. God didn't come through for me. You did it wrong. And I'm going to show you. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Amen. When you pray, you pray to hear him. Why some of the things are still prevailing in your life is because you've not heard him. Or if you did hear him, you left behind what he said to you. You forgot what he said to you. You left it aside. Hallelujah. It is the word he said to you that has your redemption. It is the word he said to you that has your answers. It is the word he said to you that is the weapon for the execution of what you really want. Nothing is going to happen to you except you have heard what he said. Somebody say, hallelujah. Are we moving? Are we moving? You remember in the book of Romans chapter 17, the Bible says, as it is written, 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 as it is written. I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that are not as though they were. Uh -huh. So God talks about Abraham and he says, who against hope believed in hope that he may become the father of many nations. And then the Bible says, did you see that? Did you see that? He says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. But it is according to that which was spoken that will turn out to be your seed. So shall thy seed be. Your seed will be according to that which was spoken. Did you see that? 
the word of God has to cease to be the Bible you look at every day. This is why Papa always reads for us uh, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19. And that Ephesians talks about how we really have to come to know the love of God by experience. And he adds that it's a place where we go past knowing that God loves us because the Bible says so. But then even here, we go past the Bible says, the Bible says, it is written, Father, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, no, 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 it is according to what was spoken. Yes, the Bible says, yes, the pastor said, yes, the preacher said, yes, the book said, yes, this said, but what was spoken to you? In other words, the reason as to why you come to church, the reason as to why you read the Bible, you don't, listen, faith does not come by reading the word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you are by the word, what have you had him said to you? That's where your answer is. The Bible says whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. But that faith cometh by hearing. So when the word was written to you, when the Bible came to you, when you read that scripture, when the preacher read, when the minister read, what did he speak to you? What did you hear him speak? Where, where, where is that moment where you cease to be part of the church, but you feel like you were in an experience with God, him talking to you about your situation? The Bible has said here that according to that which was written, so shall thy seed be, so shall your life be, so shall your ministry be, according to that which was spoken. In other words, you don't fight with what was written. You fight with what he spoke to you. Because he has said, faith comes to you when you hear. So Papa usually tells us that the real war, the real victory is for you to hear. Let him that has an ear hear what the Spirit saith to the church. This is not a hearing like you're hearing me right now. No, this is a secondary hearing where you hear me, but then you realize this man is not talking anymore. It is God speaking to me now. This verse I'm reading in the Bible, it, I'm not reading it because it's written in the Bible. I just feel God talking to me right now. That is the word that works. Somebody shout amen. amen. Remember he says that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. He says it is the spirit that quickeneth. And the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It is the word he speaks unto you. Not the word you read in your Bible. No, 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 no. Until you hear his voice on that word. Until he has spoken by that word. It has no power to quicken you. Praise the Lord. So much as you're going through that, whatever you're going through, some of you are going through very terrible circumstances and I'm sorry, no man can help you. No woman can help you, but God can. And let me tell you, the end of that situation is the answer to the question, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say to your children? What did he say about your children? What did he say about your marriage? What did he say about your ministry? What did he say about your future? What did he say about your health? What did he say? Not what was written about you. Praise the Lord. Jesus read the scriptures in Luke and then he said, this day is this word fulfilled in your ears. You're getting me? In other words, he's, he's telling them, forget what you read. Forget what the prophets told you. This day God is talking to you now, 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 now in your ears. Somebody shout amen. That's when they wondered, is not this the son of a carpenter? You're getting me. Something takes over you when you say what he's saying. 
He says the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Your answer is not in what they said. Your answer is not how, in how the situation looks. Uh, from the look of things, there is no hope. There will always be no hope from the look of things, please. It's not a shock. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Let me tell you. Except you've never had God. And how do I know you've never had God? When you ask. How do you know it is God talking to you? God can't talk to you and you don't know it's him. It's not possible. Let me give you an example. Why do you still remember? You've forgotten many things that people said, but why do you still remember? Some of you, it's a dream, but it is still very vivid in your spirit. Some of you, it was a voice in your bathroom, but it's still very vivid in your, you, you, in your conscience. Some of you, you were reading the Bible, but a sudden verse took on another form for you. you. You know what I'm talking about? Some of you, it was a sermon. A preacher was preaching. Are you getting me? And as he was preaching, hey, something got a hold of your spirit. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Some of you, somebody was singing, but to you it was a voice. It was a message. The people saw you shouting and they thought you were excited at the song, but you had heard the voice of God in the song. Are you getting me? The problem with many people is that after they hear that voice, they're like, uh-huh, God has spoken, so it is now. I can eat and drink. God has spoken. No, don't eat and drink. Praise the Lord. Now it has become your weapon. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Jesus did certain things in the Bible. Some things he did to show us how it is done. Somebody say, uh-huh. Then some things he did to show us how it's not done. Did you get that? Some things he did to show us what works. And then he did some things to show us what doesn't work. Let me give you an example. When you read the book of Luke chapter 18, I think, a, a ruler comes to him and he says, Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And then Jesus tells him, you know the law. And he says, chill, chill, chill. That's something I've done ever since I was a young man. I've been doing that. So anything else? And then Jesus says to him, yeah, thou lackest one thing. Go and sell everything that you have. Give it to the poor, then come and follow me. You'll have great treasures in heaven. The Bible says the rich man looked as exceeding sorrowful and he walked away. There is no record in scriptures that can prove to us that that man followed him. It's not anywhere in scripture. Now, a pastor, a minister reads this and they still hope they are going to preach the law and people follow their vision. It's not possible. Jesus showed us it doesn't work. No. Uh-huh. No. Verse 23. Uh-huh. And when he had this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. Let's go. And when Jesus saw he was very sorrowful, he said, how hardly it is, blah, blah, blah. 25. You, you can't, even if you continue, there is no record that, oh, then the man was like, oh, I think I've understood. Let me follow you. Give men the law, they will never follow you. Praise the Lord. Jesus showed it to us. That's why, after 19, what's the next number? 
Come on, you know how to count. Tell me. 19 is the next number. Not so. Not so. In Luke chapter 19, who is there? Tell me. The short man, Zacchaeus. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? So this time when he sees Zacchaeus, remember, all these people need Jesus. The rich ruler needs Jesus, but also Zacchaeus needs Jesus. Jesus was like, if I also lay principles and whatever of this man coming to me, I may lose him too. So to him he said, I must come to your house. Are you getting me? And then the man did everything he had asked the rich ruler to do. Did you know that? Without him asking it. So he showed us what doesn't work and showed us what works. Gamba Amina. How can you fail if you have the word of God? Did you see that? So he showed us what works. And if you're a pastor, if you're a minister, if you have a church, if you're running a live streaming center, whatever, this is a secret of growth. The right message draws men. Somebody shout amen. Jesus demonstrated it there. Did you see that? You saw that? Zacchaeus followed him. The rich young ruler never followed him because Jesus gave him steps to follow. And with the short man Zacchaeus, he just told him, I'm coming to your house. When he came, Zacchaeus ended up doing everything Jesus asked the rich ruler to do. Amen. So, is Luke chapter 4. Jesus, here still, much as there is so much teaching about this, in the teaching, Jesus also showed us what doesn't work and what works. Gamba, okay. So, what can I say? Don't look at what we are drawing out as the conclusive revelation in the book. You're getting me? There are so many things to get in the book. But for the purpose of why we are here today, this is what I want you to see. So the Bible says in Luke chapter 4 verse 1, And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Let's go. And being 40 days tempted of the devil, tempted of the devil, do you know the other word for tempted is afflicted? Did you know that? When the Bible says that pray for us that we enter not into temptation, that word is pray. Pray that you enter not into affliction. You're getting me? So because Jesus is a son of God and he can't be afflicted, he was only tempted. But this may be equally your situation in a way or the other. Did you see that? Talk to me. Thank you. Now, he says being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward unhungered. Let's go. And then the Bible says... And the devil said to him, please put in mind that this is the son of God. Somebody say, yep. This is the son of God. You get what I'm talking about? And then the devil said to him, if thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. Jesus is so angry. Devil, how dare you talk to me? Let me give you a bullet. So Jesus gives the devil a bullet. And the Bible says, and Jesus answered him saying, it's written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. But I thought if Jesus gives the devil the word, like they told us, the devil fears scripture. When you give him scripture, he's confounded, he's confused. The Bible says, after Jesus gave the devil the word, what did the devil do? And the devil taking him up into a high mountain. Did you even get that? And the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will, I give it. 
Jesus got angry. So the devil says, if thou therefore would worship me, all shall be thine. Jesus is like, how dare you? Let me add you another bullet. So Jesus is like, and Jesus answered and said unto him, get thee behind me, Satan. Like some of you were told, kutula, where did I even get that? Even me, I don't know. Let's go. So the Bible says, Jesus rebukes the devil. Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Come on. This is Jesus rebuking. It is written. Get, get behind me. It is written. And then the Bible says, and he brought him. <laughs> Did you see that? So it's as though the devil is like, mm -hmm. talk, 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 talk. Cut it out again. <laughs> so the Bible says, and he brought him into Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle. This is Jesus, the son of God, being set on a pinnacle by the devil and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down from hence. Uh -huh. For hey, now even the devil is quoting scripture. He's like, Jesus, I like you. I understand that realm too. So let me also take you on. So the devil is also like, it is written. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all your ways. Hallelujah. And in their hands they shall bear thee. Least at any time thou dash thy feet against the stone. Uh -huh. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is no longer written. It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Somebody shout Amen. What has been said to you? Wonderful, it was written. Wonderful, wonderful. But what has been said to you? Yes, the pastor said, but what has been said to you? Yes, the devotional was written, but what was said to you? Anybody saw that? What did he say to you? Oh, my husband, my husband, what did he say to you? My child, my son, what did he say to you? My wife is funny, but what did he say to you? My ministry, I don't know. What did he say to you? At work, they are doing this. What did he say to you? You know I have this person, they don't like me, they are sending this, they are doing this. What did he say to you? I don't care about what was written. What was written, was written so that you can hear what he says to you. If you stay on what was written, the devil is going to continue taking you. Somebody say, hey. hey. <laughs> Some of you even quote scriptures that don't exist. Father, it is written that I will get married. Where is it written? <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. What tells Timothy? Speak the things that become sound doctrine. Let me come back here. Tell your neighbor, yes, it's good, it's written. But what did he say to you? 
You are not praying for God to come through for you. You are praying for God to say something. You are praying for God to say something. You are praying for God to say something. The expiry date of any situation comes when he says. Somebody say, hey. Oh, the papers are already signed. It doesn't matter. Oh, he said we can't change anything now. Like, everything is what? Done. Tell your neighbor. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then some of you are like, what is it? There is this auntie of mine. She has come. But I saw her with the bag. What did he say to you? What did he say to you? Let her bring it home. Somebody say, wow. The Bible says in Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 that God is not a man that he should lie. Oh, neither the son of man that he should repent, that he should change his mind. God is not like you. That today he's saying this and then tomorrow he's like, hey, no, 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 no. Ah, uh, no, I've changed my mind. God is omniscient. He said everything he said, knowing how tomorrow will turn out. God is not shocked by anything about you. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, God is not a man that he should lie. In other words, men lie. Even when they say you're gone, they are lying. Neither the son of man that he should repent. He has said he shall also do it. Has he spoken and shall not make it good? Has he? Has he spoken, not written? Spoken. Let me tell you, child of God, learn to pay attention. And let me warn you, sometimes he does not speak immediately. Are you getting me? Sometimes he does not speak immediately. He speaks. Tell your neighbor, he speaks when you're ready to hear. So, sometimes you pray the whole night. You're praying about an issue. You're praying, you're praying. Father, Father, Father. You're getting me. And then you come to the service. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, child of God. If you learn to respect the presence of God, it is shocking what you can get from it. I will tell you, everybody that stood on this altar, either to lead service, either to lead worship and praise, either to preach the word, either to do whatever they were called on this platform to do, has one day spoken to me and I had God speak to me. But is it true for you? Let me tell you, when he speaks to you, you don't even need to meet anybody for prayer. How I know you just listened to the sermon, and it's okay if you came to be prayed for, we shall pray for you. But how I know you just listened to the sermon is how after the sermon, you need a prayer. You're getting me? It means he didn't speak to you. Oh, it means you don't know that when he speaks to you, it's done. Now the responsibility is for you to say what he has said. So the Bible says, Hebrews 13, 5, that let your manner of life be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Why? Why? So that you may boldly say, 
the Lord is my help and I will not fear what man shall do to me. He has said, tell the neighbor, he has said, so that I may boldly say. So, and let me also teach you. When he says it's yours, you know, some of you pray like this. You separate yourself from what was said. You say, Father, you said in your word, you said in your word, as in it's not true, but you said it in your word. So maybe if I remind you that you said it in your word, you will do it for me. No, when he says it, it becomes your vocabulary. That's how you pray for your children. That's how you pray for your marriage. That's how you pray for your ministry. What did he say? Now, if you realize Hebrews 13, 6, is actually the earnest prayer of a righteous man. The heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man. When the word he said is stirred in the inside of you. Some of you even have where you write them. Do some of you write? Some of you even have where you wrote what God said to you. Some of you, it is still fresh in your mind. Some of you, it burns inside you. And instead of using it for your victory, you're only using it to question God the more. But God, if you said all these things, how come nothing is happening? Because you're not doing nothing about it. Did you see that? Did you see that? Let what was written give you what he's saying to you. And then use what he is saying to you to change your life. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. You know, you remember that verse in the book of John chapter 3, 34. He says, for he whom God has sent, does what? Speaks the words of God. This word words is not the written word of God. This word words is the word God said. Say, hey, if you know you're sent of God, speak what he said to you. What will happen to you? He will give you an anointing without measure. When you voice what God said to you, there is an anointing you stay in your life. And if it's an anointing without measure, please understand that it's an anointing that can match any challenge and still emerge victor. Somebody say amen. So, I've been quoting the word. Yes, you've been quoting what was written. Today. Tell your neighbor, today. I'm leaving that place. I'm going back to what he said to me. Do you know why some of you are worried? You hear what others say. You hear what others tell you. You hear the comments of others. And you easily forget what he says to you. And some of you, you're even too blind to acknowledge what he's saying to you. I'm talking to you, lady. I'm talking to you, gentleman. Who called? And you say, oh, they found this in my body. And somebody said, it will be well. It is okay. Somebody didn't know that was God talking to you. <laughs> somebody say, eh? let me teach you. There is no other easier way to fight than that. You're getting me? So, when I come for service, I come prepared. You're getting me? So when a preacher is ministering, when an intercessor is leading, when a worshiper is singing, that's why sometimes me, <laughs> dancing is good. You're getting me? 
But me, I'm not the kind who does this all the time. You're getting me. You're getting me. You can't find me there. I'm dancing all the time. You're getting me. And there are people who are gifted like that. You're getting me. Now me, that's not my gift. <laughs> You're getting me. But let me tell you something. Somebody can sing a song. And in the middle of the singing there, you can connect that God is talking to you. At that point, eh, lose all your diplomacy. All I can see is your mercy. Yes, Lord. All I can. Praise the Lord. If that's your message, how do you know it's your message? Your heart starts to burn within you. Are you getting me? You start to feel an unusual presence on that song that you never felt before. You start to feel like God is drawing your attention to listen some more. Are you getting me? That's why you lose your diplomas and become a little bit more crazy. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Some of you as you're listening to a recorded sermon which you even attended, you're shocked that the preacher said this thing that you're hearing now. That is God talking to you. That is God talking. Some of you are so religious, you think it's going to come like he came to Samuel. Rachel, I'm changing your life. And then you say, oh. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I said, Praise the Lord. When I catch it that God is talking to me, I lose all that diplomacy. You're getting me? Sometimes it's not a song. Somebody is saying, Oil on my head, but they're not singing. God is talking to you. <laughs> Are you getting me? And oil on my head. Okay, you continue. Praise the Lord. At that point, get everything you can. Speed in my feet. Are you getting me? God is talking to you. And you're laying a hold of what he's saying to you. Somebody say amen. That's no longer a soul. That's the voice of God for you. That's the voice of God for your parent circumstance. Somebody say amen. Learn to be attentive when God is talking to you. A preacher is going to come. A minister is going to come. Somebody, sometimes even somebody you don't even think has the rank to talk to you because you're so anointed and God called you in high places and then you're separated. You're separated. You know some of you, you know me, if God wants to speak to me, he only comes in dreams. Mark you, dreams are the lowest level of divine communication. That's why even Pharaoh can dream. Yet he's not born again. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Sometimes God is anointing his ministers. You're getting me? More so when somebody's standing where they didn't appoint themselves, something takes over them. The choir member thinks they prepared a song, but God was like, there is someone I'm bringing to speak to. Are you getting me? I gave this testimony. I think I should give it again. So, we are in the Sorority Crusade. So, on Sunday, we have to go to churches to minister to the churches available. So, I happened to escort Pastor Zach where he was going to preach. So, he goes, he preaches. And as he's preaching, he was explaining how if we be Christ, then are we Abraham's seed. You're getting me? So, I'm listening. And you know, some of us, somebody do like this. You know, some of you, you're getting the, uh, this Bible. There is nowhere I don't know. 
let the preacher preach. Like, but I, I know everywhere. So you even tell your neighbor, now he's going to Romans. Uh, <laughs> and you know, God is also very interesting. And the man just goes to Genesis. You're getting me? <laughs> but anyway, that was just for just. But uh, so, when a man is preaching, I'm following. I'm, I'm following, I'm following, I'm following. Now, in the middle, as he's explaining how we are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise, his voice ceases to talk to me. I cease to hear him. I cease to read it in the Bible. And all of a sudden, I knew it was God talking to me concerning what I was dealing with. Do you know what I did? In the middle of the preaching, because this is my love, not yours. You're getting me? So if you think I'm crazy, be you. Do you know what I did? In the middle of the preaching, because as he said whatever he said, God starts to interpret it for me that that's what I'm saying to you. And because of that, that I'm saying to you, I think you can connect that it's done. I was like, yeah, I can. Do you know what I did? I just stood up in the middle of the preaching and I said, I am Abraham's seed. I am Abraham's seed. I am Abraham's seed. I am Abraham's seed. Praise the Lord. Came back to Kampala, it was done. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Some of you don't know that he doesn't speak immediately. He speaks when you're ready to listen. He speaks sometimes as you're seated in the word. He's like, now she's ready to hear me. Let me use a minister to speak. Let me, that's why sometimes Papa goes where he's like, why am I going this side? You remember that, those questions he asks? You, well, well, I didn't plan to touch this. Why am I touching it? God is talking to someone. Are you getting me? And that's all you needed. At that point, that's not a word in the Bible. That's a word. God is talking to you. Somebody shout amen. And when you lay a hold of it like this, the rest is history. One time, something is bothering me. I'm, I'm praying about it. I'm praying and praying and praying. At least the thing I learned from my local church is never neglect a circumstance that bothers your internal peace. Never. That one I know. Because did you know that when you hear God, fear is scattered. Peace comes, quietness comes, confusion goes. The moment God speaks to you. Did you know that? So, I'm praying about this thing. I'm praying, I'm praying. I'm praying, I'm praying. So, Papa comes and many times this has happened. But I'm giving this one. Papa comes and he's preaching and he's explaining how God shall perfect that which concerns you. I'm like, uh-huh. And then he starts to explain that the perfecting here is bringing to an end anything that bothers you. Let me tell you, the moment I caught it like that, I knew this was not a preacher preaching to me. This was God talking to me. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. A preacher may even talk about something you know very well. But at that point, it's God talking to you. Are you aware? Are you well conversant with it? Do you know what to do with it? Are you getting me? 
There is a word for your ministry. There is a word for your destiny. There is a word for your future. There is a word for your direction. There is a word for you. Hallelujah. Until the Bible ceases to be what was written. Until the Bible ceases to be what God said. And it becomes the voice of God to you. As an individual. Praise the Lord. We're still fighting. And then he says, this charge I give unto this son Timothy. According to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest walk a good warfare. By the prophecies, by the words that were spoken, fight a good war. Fight a good war. Are you getting me? There is a time you're going to say, this is what he told me. I had it very clearly. Nobody may believe me, but me, I had it. You're getting me? Because also, that's another problem with God. When he talks to Moses, he does not tell anybody that he has spoken to Moses. Are you getting me? So why do you even expect people to understand that God spoke to you when they were not there? Praise the Lord. Some of you, the things the people are telling you, they are calling you, they are answering you it's because they were not there when God was talking to you your job is not to argue with them your job is to say what he's saying so the Bible says that by the words that were spoken over thee he says use these words use these words to fight a good war are you getting me are you getting me this one the last so one time I'm dealing with an issue it's a healthy threatening issue so I deal with it I'm praying and praying I know the scriptures I know the verses I know everything I'm praying and praying and praying I pray all manner of prayers I saw all kind of seeds then one of those morning God tells me to go somewhere so when I went somewhere I didn't really like to go but I had to go so when I went Interestingly, I find Papa there. When I find Papa there, this is funny. When I find Papa there, he says, hey, I've also been looking for you. I want to see you. I'm like, Seb, I'm here. Then he says to me, I had a vision about you, about this, this, and this. The same thing I'm fighting with. And he said to me, that's why you're my son, so that you never have to deal with this. It's gone. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That's where many of us lose it from. And you know, you even come back and say, even Papa said, even so and so said, even the, the, the minister. No, 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 no. The moment he says that, I acknowledge that's God talking to me. When I acknowledge that that's God talking to me, I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I can't wait to hide myself. You know, some of you are too political. Some of you are too diplomatic. That's why... Mama, 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 mama. He said, he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. And the Lord stars an anointing. You're getting me? I went back. You're getting me? And I started, whether I sing that same word for the whole night, it doesn't matter. But my situation is gone. Let me tell you, I cannot be defeated because I have words over my head. And many of you have words over your head. Actually, all of you have words over your head. That's why when the service is ending, the man of God says, lift up your hands and I speak a word over you. That's not a man of God speaking over you. That's God talking to you. Somebody shout amen.
no matter who says what they say you are who God says you are you have what God says you have you can do what he said you can do somebody shout hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah so at that point no matter what comes to you no matter what you're facing no matter it is what God says that matters learning to recognize the voice of God in every situation of your life oh I have prayed I don't care what did he say I have fasted I don't care what did he say your responsibility is to repeat what he said repeat it repeat it when Jesus repeated what was said the Bible says that devil departed from him so what did the bank say? What did the doctor say? What did the police say? What did the man say? What did the woman say? What did the shop say? What did the landlord say? What did whoever said say? It's not as important as what God has said to you. And your job is to lay a hold of that. Anybody get what I'm talking about? Did you understand that? Did you understand that? I hope you're boiling. Are you boiling? Do you already remember some words already? A sudden words brought back to remembrance. Do you feel the stirring of the spirit as you... You know what I'm talking about? Hey! Are you ready? I said, are you ready? What did he say? My mommy said, that's okay. But what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? If he said it, that's the end of the matter. That's the end of the discussion. It may have been a preacher preaching. It may have been Papa praying with you. But what did God say? That ends the discussion. That ends the discussion. Come on. What did he say to you? Speak. It's a finished deal. What is said is what it really is. Raba soto robozelele baka. Redelelele bashata rabababa. Rodo robozelelele menere bakota lalaba. Soto robozelelelele bokote lalaba. Ashara barada lelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
say something that you testify to you be a second witness of what he said unto you did he tell you that i will shake nations by you did he tell you that your ministry will go far did he tell you that with long life i will satisfy you did he tell you that i will keep terror far from you did he tell you that i will anoint you greatly did he tell you that i will strengthen you every day did he say that his hand is on you did he say that you will never lack anything good did he say that your children will be many what's that doctor's report what's that doctor's report what's a bank report if he said what's a man's report if he said what can man say if he said if he said remember he's not a son of man that he should lie neither a, a man that he should repent you cannot die young you cannot die young greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world the anointing of god upon your life has no boundaries it is changing nations it is changing generations your name is voiced abroad in the mighty name of jesus men are coming to you men are coming to you for answers you're born to give many answers by what he said to you that report in the body is changing by what is said to you that report on your finances is changing by what is said to you that attack on your ministry dies by what is said to you your life is increasing by what is said to you your life is progressing no man has a vote on your future god has spoken to you his voice is alive on you he's alive his voice is ministering to you his voice is strengthening you his voice is encouraging you his voice is healing you his voice is building you again in the name of jesus i feel the holy ghost i feel the holy ghost he's here to fulfill his work he's here to fulfill his word he's able to do he's faithful that promised God said it. God said it. God said it. The Bible says, lay a hold of eternal life. Lay a hold of eternal life. Lay a hold of eternal life. Don't lay a hold of what they say. Don't lay a hold of stupid dreams. Don't lay a hold of foolish reports. Lay a hold of eternal life. You cannot die. You will not die. You cannot die. You will not die. The report of disease is destroyed. The report of death is destroyed. In the name of Jesus, the Lord quickens you. The Lord quickens you. The Lord shortens your process of growth. In the mighty name of Jesus, He gives you things that you could not get in a lifetime. Radeleba soto robose. What did he say? What did he say? 
What did he say? What did he say? Hey, Ratakalabaya, don't give up on that voice. Don't keep silent at that voice. Don't neglect that voice. He says by those prophecies, you shall wage a good war. Oh, ya rabasatalalabakata. Hey, alebasando robosarabababababa. We have a God that can speak. Every time you talk to God, He talks back to you. His voice is real. His word is true. His word is faithful. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ may the Spirit remind you what he said may the Spirit sound to you in your spirit what he said and may what he said strengthen you right now strengthen you right now strengthen you right now what he said has power over what the doctors have said what he said has power over what anybody can say over what the newspapers can write what he said has power over any report may the spirit stir that voice again may that voice become alive again may that voice become your companion in the name of Jesus if you're sick you're healed if you're sick, you're healed. That pain has left in the name of Jesus. If you check yourself, that pain has left in the name of Jesus. No man can put you to an end. I know who I'm talking to. No man can finish you. They said you're finished, but no man can finish you. No man. You're built by the word of God. You're built by what came from the mouth of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now if you are there and you're not yet born again, say with me, Lord Jesus. Are you hearing me? Say again, Lord Jesus. Today, I confess that you died for my sins and you rose again for my glory and I believe it and I confess you as the Lord of my life and the Savior of my soul I'm born again I'm a child of God Amen